Hello, everyone, and welcome to your Daily Dose of Positivity, a show where teens talk about all the uplifting and inspiring news happening in the world. Today, we're diving into news, but more importantly, I have a guest, Ashita Verma. Welcome from Shattering the Stigma. Hello, I'm so excited to be here. We are so excited to have you. It's currently just me. I think Young Sue is going to show up here in a bit, but uh, that's what we've got going on. Uh, how's your day been? How's your week and new year? Not bad. I think this year has been a lot of relaxation, finished college off season, but more excitedly, I've been getting more progress done on my projects and shattering the stigma. That's incredible to see. I definitely feel that just kind of taking a bit of a breather right now, and it's very important too. Mm -hmm, for sure. Yeah, so I think just to kind of start off, like what is Shattering the Stigma? Tell us a little bit about what this organization is and what it does. Yeah, so Shattering the Stigma is a project that seeks to raise more awareness about mental health. More specifically, we seek to demystify media portrayals of mental health as they can often be sources of incorrect information and they can be romanticized or dramatized. And so we have a student-driven blog that posts weekly about media portrayals. We have a platform for student stories where students can share their own mental health journeys. And we also have a podcast where we discuss these portrayals in the media with experts such as psychologists, professors, psychiatrists, and we've even had several like advocates of mental health on there as well. That's incredible. It's super cool. It's been a really cool organization, really great website and blog. It's been fun to really look and dive through all of that. Like, it's really cool. And I think that like just your purpose of like demystifying like you know mental health myths and stereotypes is like really cool and really awesome it makes you really happy to see stuff like that so I think it's a very important thing to be doing Thank so you. like what was kind of the origin story of it how did you really say I really wanted to devote this time to demystifying mental health stigmas and everything else that you do yeah, it's funny because Shattering the Stigma, it never started. Like right now, it's more of an international project. We have students from all over and working on it. But it started as just a one-person blog. It was me after I realized, I think specifically it was 13 Reasons Why, which really prompted me to start this because I realized just how inaccurate the show was, but also the misconceptions mm. that it was spreading. So it really made me angry. And I just, I wrote an article scientifically explaining the conditions that were portrayed in 13 Reasons Why. And I remember just being confused on like what I should do with it. Originally, I was like, maybe I'll just post it in our school newsletter. But then I was talking to a teacher and she was like, something like this should be shared with a larger audience because it can inform a lot of people. And that inspired me to start my own blog. And I remember that in itself with the tricky process is figuring out how to get a website going, how to post it, how to get readers. But I did with the help of some friends, I was able to figure it out and I started a blog. And from there, it kind of just started to grow as I did the blog, I began posting monthly and it started to get more readers and I would tell friends and family about it and those friends and family would tell their friends and family and it just started to snowball from there. And pretty soon I started getting requests from other students asking if they could contribute. And I think that was the first time I received engagement from the blog and students were emailing me about it. And I was like, well, I, I really like the idea because at that moment, it was only the portrayals I was consuming. Like it was just the books, movies, TV shows that I liked, but I really liked the idea of other students bringing their own diverse medias that they're watching and writing about another set of um, portrayals. I, I think once we, yeah, once we opened it up, 
it just started to go and like soon we were doing weekly instead of monthly and we're covering even more like we're covering k-pop we're covering bollywood we covered a telenovela which is really cool as well and i think for me like I, a lot of these medias i've never consumed but it's fun reading about them and seeing where mental health is portrayed if it's accurate inaccurate and just learning about the conditions yeah, I completely with all of that. I love like word of mouth, like you said, is a great way for things to grow and stuff. And it's really cool to like, just kind of see that progressively grow. And then like to get that, it's always so cool to see like the interaction coming back to you. And so like, and I love it. I love how it just kind of went from a one person thing to multiple people. And like, it is cool because so many people, different, different people bring like diverse perspectives to things. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, when you look at any big newspaper, like you read like opinion columns, like there are like so many different columnists and writers from New York Times, Wall Street Journal, all these different places. And so it's cool. And it is fun to like see everyone's different perspectives and what they bring in. Like kind of you said, said a great thing of like everyone kind of consumes different media. And so it's cool to see whatever other people are talking about and watching and how that can be, you know, improved upon or how that can be discussed in a greater light, especially if they have like a stigma or something wrong that they need to, you know, should be talked about. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Yeah. So um, again, kind of like, I know you talk a lot about like demystifying, like, all right, here's what shows have gotten wrong or movies and books. Like, has there been something that has just kind of gotten it like, right? Have you seen, you know, what are some, like, have you seen a show or movie that's like, all right, this nailed whatever mental health topic it wanted to discuss? Yeah, there's definitely many media portrayals that get it right. I know there's this show on Netflix called The Healing Powers of Dude. And that was one I watched on my own because I was really interested in how they handled the portrayal. And I personally felt like they did a great job. They were very sensitive about it, but, and they also like portrayed it in a way that was understandable. It's a, I think the show is aimed for kids and I loved how they portrayed it in a way that's understandable for kids. It wasn't making fun. I think they portrayed social anxiety disorder and they were very mindful of how they portrayed it and they made it understandable for young, a younger audience. And other portrayals, I know in one of our podcast episodes, we did, uh, we talked about the movie The Hate You Give, which covers trauma. And that also did a really good job at showing the ways that trauma can impact us. And that was done well. And another media that did a really good job was Brain on Fire. And this one was interesting because it wasn't specifically a portrayal itself, but it talked about the journey of a girl who was diagnosed with anti-NMD encephalitis and just the progression of her first being suspected to have bipolar disorder or schizophrenia and that movie just did a really good job in like showing the way symptoms can manifest and also how they might overlap so that really caught the nuanced perspectives of diagnosing it's really cool i have heard of the hate you give i want to read that book this year it's like on my reading list uh like i also really like i've just been looking at like the healing powers of dude it seems really cool and like Netflix has been really good at like having a push to really being more considered. And of course they've had other issues, like, you know, there is still been 13 reasons why, but like, it's cool to see like newer shows. I feel like newer content I've noticed a lot more, like trying mm-hmm. to be pretty considerate of that, trying to really do it correctly. And so that's cool. It's fun to see some examples of like shows doing it right. And that that's been like, I think a push in the last like recent years and recent generation to just really see the like importance put on like, let's do this, let's talk about these and have, have these conversations. But like a big part of that is having these conversations in a way where we're not going to, you know, kind of, it's like to really say something wrong, to really like get a concept wrong that is important to be talked about. 
Yeah, for sure. I think social media has definitely helped in that, in spreading all this awareness and understanding. Because I think 10 years ago, a lot of this wasn't as talked about, like being mindful of portrayals, making sure that we're not um, offending any audiences. But I think through getting this group consensus on it and pushing forth movements for better portrayals is how we're making this progress. Absolutely. I completely agree. It's like social media is that's really like a good, I think bright spot of it is to like foster more of these conversations and to, you know, bring up more of these topics. And it's really cool. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, earlier. With more, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Just like hopefully we'll continue to get better and foster more awareness. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, I'm just hoping that it can, uh, you know, keep growing and becoming something bigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah um so you have a podcast again like we talked about that like what was kind of your idea of like let's you know we have the blog we have the website let's go into podcasting what was the inspiration behind that yeah so our blog was actually a lot of student driven work and how it works is students will go off and research and we use credible sources but at the same time it's still information that's coming from students and we wanted to do something where the information is coming from um, professionals because that just offers a fresh perspective that can give more nuances than student research might be able to. And so that's where this idea of, okay, we wanna work with professionals came in. And we were debating on what kind of content we could create. We were thinking of doing a YouTube series, but then we really liked the idea of a podcast because we felt like it could still provide that information while still feeling comfortable for um, our members and to people who are doing it. And we just really liked the way that it focused on the conversation content itself. And so we went with the podcast and I remember like it was something new, we hadn't done it before. So it was a learning curve, just figuring out the right podcasting tools, how to contact individuals to be interviewed. And once we got that all that going, it was just been really fun. And I think that does offer a very cool perspective and you learn things that you didn't know before because professionals to have experience and I love hearing their stories of how they've worked with something or just like they've seen people come into their clinics and the different ways that they've seen these conditions. And I think that's what really separates our podcast from our blog. Absolutely. I really love that. Like that's such a great response and it's true. Like podcasts are also great for being more like conversational and you can really like talk and get into it and like you know your blogs are great I love to read I'm definitely like a big reader but it's also nice to like hear people talk and hear tone and inflection and hear like how these more conversations go and I like kind of how you're like distinct it like so distinctified I think that's a word your blog and your podcast and how like you know the blog's much more student driven much more like participating and then the podcast is more for like professionals like you said like that's really cool and it's really fun to like have this like multifaceted look at mental health I don't know if you said it on the air but like what is the name of your podcast and like where can people listen to it yeah so the name of our podcast is demystifying depictions it's available on most um, podcast streaming platforms so and even if you google it you should be able to find it yeah I love that. I also like how your like website has like alliterative titles. That just makes me really happy. Like I'm always here for a good alliteration. So yeah, the stigma we demystifying. Just, like we are alliteration aficionados. Exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And then kind of about that, like how can people find you, get involved, read all of the stuff of the organization, like all of that. 
Yeah, so you can always check out our website at shatteringthestigma.wixsite.com slash project. We are actually currently now accepting applications. So if you want to be part of our team on our website, there's a tab called join us. And this should have a link to a Google form that you could fill out and we will get in contact with you shortly. And we have positions open for blog writers. If you want to help out with the podcast, be part of our website development team, or even our graphic designing team. There's something for whatever your talent may be. There's something, there could be something for you. And we'd be happy to have you. Yeah, it's very cool. It's fun to, like, you need a team. Like, this podcast is not done without, like, a large team of hosts and editors and people on all sides of graphic designers. And it's always cool to, like, you know, if you're looking for something to do, mm-hmm. especially with, like, a view of such a great cause and, like, you know, topic, like, recommend looking up, look into that and joining that and still, like, and if not, like, listen to the podcast or read the articles because they're really cool and really informative for sure. Mm-hmm. I think it's crazy just behind one product. There's so much collaboration. Like yeah. For one blog post, we have someone who's making the graphic design, someone who's handling the website, someone who's editing, someone who's researching, someone who's writing the article. And it all, like, you can't tell the complex stories behind each piece, just how much long nights, how much work might have gone into it. And I think that's amazing. Like, that's the power of teamwork and collaboration. It really is. It's so fun to, like, to work as a team because everyone, like, again, I we've been talking about like brings their own idea to the table and their own perspective and so it's really cool to like you can bounce ideas and everyone can like has really a skill skill that they're really good at and so it's really cool to see that and how different people can really work collaboratively to make such a great and such a bigger product mm-hmm. yeah so i think i am going to we can jump into some good news stories and kind of jump into that um and i've seen this story going around that i've seen i saw it a lot on like TikTok I don't have TikTok but I have like Instagram reels and so I've seen it like circled around a lot like this really cool video about it but basically it was like an Arizona woman saved her neighbors after their house was like about to collapse from being on fire and so like really if you've seen the story it's very like kind of crazy it's like from a ring doorbell this like neighbor just runs up to the house you can see like flames in the bottom of the camera and like you know like frantically knocking on their door to like get this family of six out of their house because she saw that it was on fire and they I think were still asleep but just her name is um Carolyn Palisic, I believe, and basically woke up on New Year's morning, saw smoke coming from her neighbor's house, the um Zogados, Salgados, and then like basically ran over frantically and like knocked on their door and tried to get them out of the house. And thankfully the whole six family came out and then basically shortly thereafter the house like went down. And so it's really cool to just see like somebody like this really kind of crazy story of a woman like waking up and like running to her neighbors and like getting out of their house and just how quick it was and like you know the what ifs are always really scary to think about but like if she hadn't done that what would have happened if the house could have caved in you know people inside and so that's been really crazy to see and then there's also been a GoFundMe for the family so they've raised like 48,000 out of 50,000 basically over 48,000 to like return the family because they lost basically everything it's been really cool yeah, that's amazing hearing her heroic story. I think that's exactly what we need in this world. There's support for one another and just, she knew it was going to be dangerous, but she still did it anyways. And I think that's amazing. Absolutely. Yeah, it's definitely like, because it was a personal sacrifice. It was a risk. She could have, you know, it could have collapsed with her on the ports. Like it's definitely a very frightening instance and it took a lot of courage from her and that's incredibly cool. Mm-hmm. 
I think yeah. everyone pitching in to also help with the GoFundMe again just yeah. shows the power of social media and like how we're helping people we might not have even met them but we're still coming together to help this group absolutely it's incredibly true it's incredibly important yeah so I always love to like see that and to definitely see that collaboration and that help basically the story kind of talked about a lot of different fun like statistics of people really prioritizing their mental health after 2020 because I think 2020 threw a lot of people from a for a loop and I think I definitely think that one of the silver linings of it has been people really putting time into their mental health and putting time into you know things because that's really important I think it was neglected by a lot of people and so I think being in quarantine being in COVID gave you know people that opportunity to really dive into like their mental health and I think it's really important yeah I think 2020 just going into quarantine was a tough time for a lot of people but it did I think just the way we made resources available online like there was on I think I saw an increase in online therapy there was a lot of resources made available and I think after this kind of learning period of figuring out okay we need to take care of our own mental health I think it just directed the focus towards mental health and now hopefully um, we have access, we have even more access and we're able to get the help that we need. And I think that this attention towards our mental health is really important. Hopefully, even after COVID is over, we'll continue putting this focus as we go forward. Absolutely, I definitely hope so as well. I think that that will be like one of the more lasting changes that we will see from this pandemic is like mm -hmm. more of a focus on like prioritizing people and you know, prioritizing our own mental health and like what we can do and stuff like that. And so it's always really, really great to see. I think another topic we can talk about as of recording, this will be like almost a week from, but as of recording, it is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And that's just like, it's always a really important day. And I think it's always really cool to use it as a day to like really discuss like Martin Luther King Jr.'s works and all the awesome things that he did and like the stances that he had. And I think it's just really incredible. It's been fun to see. It's well, it's a weird word, but it's been nice to see like people, you know, sharing his quotes and he has a lot of really great quotes and speeches. I had to, had to is a weird word. Like I got to read his letter from Birmingham jail over the weekend for like my AP Lang class. We had to like analyze the rhetoric of it, but it was just really cool to read. It's like a 50 paragraph letter, but I recommend it wholeheartedly. It's incredibly cool to like read, you know, basically what he wrote. And a lot of the topics are still very mm -hmm. relevant. And that was always something where like, you know, I'd heard I had a dream and I'd seen these pieces, but like to really dig into like everything that he stood for and everything he said is really important. And I thought that was a nice thing to do on like a day like today. So really take this holiday and learn and educate. I also mm -hmm. definitely agree with that. Um, just um, being a foreigner and kind of hearing all these stuff about Marginal King and all that, um, it's awesome, you know, he's made a really big progress for you know racial inequality um i also read the letter for from the birmingham's you know birthing for ap gov and um i i think it's very fundamental that everyone reads it and kind of understand what he wants to address his readers because it makes us reflect of how um, we're treating other people in our society uh, without, you know, fully noticing if it's affecting them or not. So, yeah. Indeed. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think especially, I think I love how 
just the hope that a lot of his work provides. I think that's something we need and is super relevant in today's climate like you all talked about. And I think that just it, this day really gives us a moment to reflect not only on all the progress that's been made, but also all the progress that we still need to make. I think the events in 2020 and even before that have just shown us just how much work we really do have ahead of us. And I think this moment is really helping us kind of invigorate, get that positive, hopeful energy to be able to go into 2020 to make even more progress than we made before and really address these issues that are plaguing our society. Yeah, I completely agree. It's definitely not the, you know, there's still a lot to work on, but it's also, mm -hmm. you know, I think there's been some progress, but there still is more that needs to be done for sure. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's not only about, you know, the color of your race, but I've also seen the news and heard what's happening in California with all those Hindu um, related things going on. And um, even though many, many people think that the U.S. is this progressive country that, you know, it's like you have a lot of rights, I think um, they also have a lot of work to do because just looking at the current events, um, you know, I kind of think that they're going back towards the past, you know, going, you know, not instead of um, getting more things equal, you know, they're kind of going backwards. And I think it's very important for our generation to change that and yeah. uh, make the change. Yeah, I, I think, think this is a really good opportunity. Yeah, something I've noticed, I think that just a lot of xenophobic thoughts and a lot of this hateful ideas have been greenlighted. I'm not sure exactly what the cause has been. Maybe it's our the administration we had for the past couple of years, but I've noticed the increase and hopefully going forth in the future, you know, we recognize just how wrong this is and we're able to take steps to address it. But I think the first step we definitely do need to realize just the source of where this is coming from. But also I think just like the more understanding we're able to get of one another can really help. And I think just being, it's really does just start as easy just like opening both your ears and just listening to what someone else might have to say, where they're coming from, what their perspectives are. Absolutely. Listening to other people's perspectives is probably like one of the most important things to be doing right now and reading other people's stories and just reading what people who are different from you have to say. I like a couple weeks ago, I read um, Trevor Noah's book or I finished that and that was an incredibly cool read and like basically brought on this perspective that like I had not, you know, he talks about growing up with an apartheid in South Africa and like that's like a story that I've never really heard about. I've never really seen much about but like he brought such a fascinating perspective. He was, you know, a colored person in a society where basically black, it's black people and white people could not intermix. It cannot be like definitely they could not have a romantic relationship in that way. And so it's like, it was a really fascinating story. He talked about race. He talked about race relations in South Africa and then in America and like contrasting all of that. And it's been, and comparing it as well. And it's really just fascinating to read about. And I definitely recommend educating about mm -hmm. that, reading stories from people who you would not normally see stories about or read stories from. Yeah, it definitely opens up your perspective. And that's just been very, very cool to see. And very like, there's a lot of work to be done, but it's important to like take these days to really like, go through and read and especially like Martin Luther King is such a like an iconic figure and he just has so many like great things to say and so many different quotes and pieces to read about and I think like it's definitely hopefully been opening up the right conversation and I've seen definitely people talk about like 
toxic positivity from it like how like don't use it to just spur that I think that's also like a good piece of it to like see that you know it's important to like be hopeful but also to kind of acknowledge that there's a lot of issues and to also understand that there's a lot of work that needs to be done to like mm-hmm. work on that instead of just saying that like everything is going great and I think there's an important contrast there between being optimistic and pessimistic and being optimistic but also acknowledging everything going on yes for sure yeah which is kind of what this podcast is about is like you know basically we talk a lot about good news but also like we talk all, we talk a lot mostly about good news because you've probably seen all the other stuff and that you know there's importance to balance there's an importance to having hope and like listening to good stories and like helping you to be encouraged by that and also to like to listen to everything else happening in the world because I think that's an important thing and to to also educate yourself in the proper ways. Mm-hmm. It's been an interesting start to uh, 2021, but uh, yeah, I definitely think that'll be, I'm hopeful for the future. I think it's kind of where I'm at currently. Yeah, same. I think we just have to make sure we stay educated, like you said, and maybe use this education for action because it's not just enough to see something on social media or on the on website and just share it, repost it. But we really have to make sure that we actually take action beyond the virtual world and do something about the problems that we're facing. Absolutely. It's a big, it's a big important thing to, I think, be working with right now. And it's been, it has been great. Like I think we've been talking about seeing social media and seeing how that can really bring light to issues that I would not have thought about otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a really important thing. For sure, yeah. Yeah. I think um, Youngsu, I think, said that her battery died and will probably hop on her phone here. Um, I think we're at a pretty good point to kind of start getting into rapping and such. And so basically, I think we've talked about this otherwise. And of course, you can, but like, you know, things to plug. I know we've talked about Shadow Sigma and like demystifying everything, like your podcast and everything there. And so if you wanted to keep you can plug that again for sure also if you want to have anything else you want to talk about literally can just be like we've had people plug um taco shaped fruits crackers before if there's just something that you want uh people to hear about that you think is cool or fun or funny or anything like that and also of course tell us where you can find all of your stuff again on the internet and where we can read more about your blogs and your podcasts and all that yeah so um if you have anything you'd like to plug um, I think I already mentioned it, but be sure to check out Shattering the Stigma at shatteringstigma.wixsite.com slash project. And also our podcast, Demystifying Fictions, which you can check out at Spotify and other podcast streaming platforms. And also be sure to check out more information of this podcast. I think this is a really amazing <laughs> project and I really love the work that they've been doing. So check Thank out their you. website, their other episodes. Thank you. Yeah, it's been, I appreciate that. And it's definitely, it's been cool. It's cool to like use these different platforms as a way to like, kind of, I think, to like highlight what you're doing and vice versa. And it's just always really cool to like talk to other people doing just really cool things basically on the internet, on social media and doing Mm -hmm. all that. Yeah, it's been great hearing you and listening to all the work that all the people (laughs) have been doing. I think it's so inspiring. It is. I love the inspiration that this project brings. And that's mutual, man. Like, I, I love the inspiration that, like, Shattering the Sigma has and, like, all the cool stuff that you're doing, too. It's kind of fun to, like, mutually, I think, inspire everybody. <laughs> For sure, yeah. Basically, I guess um, I can plug, if you want to find me, I have an Instagram, I think, Teddy Dvorak. 
if you want to find me there. Um, otherwise, I think one thing I guess I would plug, I've been binging a lot of Kim's Convenience on Netflix, and it's a really cool show. And if you are interested in like sitcom that is also like very wholesome and funny and fun, I recommend watching Kim's Convenience. It's been really great. And I think if there's one thing I've learned from quarantine is that I love Canadian TV way more than American TV because Shit's Creek is awesome and Kim's Convenience is great. And I definitely know, and Ryan Reynolds, and those are like three great Canadian icons. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. I'll check that out any Canadian work. I'll do that. I'm excited for that. Yeah, it's been like, it's just very cool. I feel like it's more wholesome sometimes. And I love like The <laughs> Office and Parks and Rec and all that, mm -hmm. but like, like, I feel like Shit's Creek and such just have like, such as like this charm to it. That's very like, mm -hmm. very wholesome. Having wholesome exactly what we need right now. It is. So if you want to find Young Sue, I don't know if she'll be able to get back on. She has some internet issues, but um, she has a podcast called Papusas, and that's incredibly cool, and you should listen to it. And it's Papusas as in, like, the food, which is also delicious, but I don't have any place that's offering those as takeout that's close to me, but I really want Papusas now. But uh, in the meantime, I recommend listening to her podcast. It's incredibly cool and really great and really informative to listen to as well. And there's another thing that I think I find inspiring as well. It's always just cool to see all that. Uh, thank you for listening uh, listening to us talk about a lot of really cool topics talk to Ashita about shattering the stigma and demystifying demystifying deconceptions please go check both of those both of those things out um if you want to find us our instagram is at positivity.podcast and our facebook group is called positivity i have not checked that in genuine months but uh if you're in there dm us on instagram and i'll actually be active but uh Otherwise, if you have any feedback, want to tell us a good news story that you've heard, or just really like talk to us about anything, shoot us an email at positivitypodcast2020 at gmail.com. Um, our editing is by Chesimam Uchi, and our production is Lily, by Lily Morrison, as well as the other people on the Positivity team. Our graphics are done by Campbell Deepkin, and this has been Atika Positivity, and I've been Carter Dwork, joined by Young Sue Kim, who has uh, had internet trouble, and Ishida Verma. So thank you for being on. I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thank you. Until next week. Bye.